Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to the Straight Shoot and View. Hey everybody, what is up? And welcome to another episode of the Straight Shoot and View. Now this episode was taken from a couple of WhatsApp conversations that myself and the boys had about Manchester United's mediocrity and why they are stuck languishing in mediocrity. And also Arsenal as well. Two sides who were very much used to being at the top of the English game, but in recent years have really fallen off for a number of reasons, which I will delve into in this episode of the straight shooting view from Arteta being a yes man and the structure and the Cronkays not really caring to the Glazers not really caring and just bringing people in in the short term when both sides are crying out for a long term plan so have a listen and let me know what you think of why Arsenal and Manchester United are languishing in mediocrity at the moment you know what's funny though? The thing with Man United for me is the fact that, yeah, since like Ferguson established an identity and a culture at that club, but it was one of them where, considering who they passed it on to next with David Moyes, that was the first big major mistake that they made as a club. Because you got someone who was widely respected for decades at that club, and then you brought in someone who basically was a small, basically was manager of what is effectively a small club, especially in comparison to Man United, making a step up. I always always said, and we can go back to the live pitch talk shows, that the best man that they would have had to come in straight after Ferguson would have been Mourinho, and a lot of Man United fans wanted that. And that would have made sense because in that kind of transition period, transitional period, you need an experienced manager to steady the ship. But David Moyes was the chosen one, like Jeff Jarrett in 99 in WCW. And we know how that company went, not because of Jarrett, but still. Um, But it was one of them where it's like Moyes was the chosen one and everything started falling apart because it looked like he didn't have the respect to the players. And then... I mean, you look at Ferguson's era and his tenure, he had a lot of stroke at the club and he'd earned that. But David Moyes coming in now, you started seeing Adidas exerting more influence. You started seeing it with LVG as well by that point because Adidas had burrowed in like a tick and they were the ones with the stroke by the time Louis van Gaal was in charge. So it's one of them where it's like Ferguson now, 
because he was so well respected and had that pedigree at Man United, the sponsors never got involved. Hell, the Glazers barely got involved. But it's one of them. So that level of influence, and obviously Moyes hadn't had the experience at a big, big club, a massive club, to be able to say, no, 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 no. We're doing things my way. This is how it needs to be done. So then, as I said, you've got the sponsors getting involved and then that just continued on. And then when Van Howe came in, the sponsors already had their influence. When Mourinho came in, same thing. So then you get people like Paul Pogba getting re-signed for massive money. And you could clearly see that that was down to Adidas. You could clearly see it. So it's so that club is all now ass about it. And you've and you've still got the owners who are strip mining the club and don't care about it running the show. So it is on them. There's a lot wrong at Man United, and it's a lot more than it goes a lot deeper than what's on the pitch. On the pitch is just the final, it's just essentially the final cog in the wheel. Because it's one of them where it's like, is everything completely crap or is there just a loose nut behind the wheel? Combination of both, I'd say. Because, as I said, it properly it really starts at the top. So, United on United have a lot of issues, and one manager coming in, as I said before, is not going to sort that. It's going to take more than that. You have to have an upheaval at board level, at, at like management level. <clears throat> so, yeah, United are basically one of them clubs. Again, they had a really established identity. And because Ferguson's left, that's gone. Rome wasn't built in a day and it took 300 years to fall. So it's one of them where it's like no great empire falls in a day i remember ferguson's been gone what seven eight years now and they've still not found their way again and it could be argued that ferguson left the club in not the not an amazing state because it's one of them where it's like it was an aging squad at that point but you know one of them but you know one of them ones like when vince russo left the wwf in 1999 and apparently said to vince all right, these storylines that we've done, you could run them for another year. You got you got another year or two worth of momentum <clears throat> that you could run off. Man United, I think it was very much the same thing. Where it's like at that point that Ferguson left, they had an aging squad that needed a refresh, but for a couple of years, you could probably add a couple of players here and there, and then it would have kept it ticking over. But United never had that big refresh of players. So as players started retiring, who's stepping up to replace? You're not getting equal quality. You're definitely not great getting greater than. So it started crumbling from within. And then the mediocrity starts setting in. So I said, it's what <laughs> I said, that squad needed a refresh years ago, but it never happened. And because they've been their manager, their managerial turnover has been relatively high in recent years. Then the instability comes in. 
then taking your eye off the ball happens. So, architects own demise. It's a, it's a similar story with Arsenal, where it's like you get used to having one manager in for so long, once that changeover happens, it wasn't even a slow changeover. It was one of them you should have known, what, a year or two ahead of time that this person was leaving and start and been like, you know what, we need to prepare. Who's coming in next? What players are coming in next? What managers coming in next? You start that so that transition is not a hard transition. It's a nice, easier one. But I think both clubs have got it wrong. Both clubs have got it wrong and got it wrong in a major way. And they're seeing it with the mediocrity that they're both languishing in. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. Staying with Arsenal, here's one of them ones where, yeah, some may say that Aubameyang's right and Arteta's Arsenal's biggest problem. I completely disagree with that. I think Arteta is a symptom of the overall problem. But similar to Manchester United, ownership. And ironically, another American owner. But to me, that's where the issue lies with the ownership. You got the Cronkay family who, like the Glazers, doesn't care about Arsenal. In, at his heart and core, doesn't care about Arsenal. All he cares about is making money. The European Super League, that debacle, fiasco, however you want to put it, should have shown pretty much anybody with half a brain that these owners do not care about those clubs. They care about making money. And that's it. That's purely it. They care about making money and nothing else. <clears throat> so, here's one then where Arteta, I said, I think is a symptom of the larger problem, and that is the Cronkay family. <clears throat> now, as I've said before, Spotify's Daniel Ek, if he'd taken over Arsenal, it would be exactly the same thing. Because all he cares about is Spotify, and he is a ruthless businessman in regards to his business model with that. So he's not no benevolent billionaire. So it's one so looking at that, Arteta is just basically a yes man for the Cronkies. To me, that's all he is. He's someone who's not experienced enough, similar to Solskjaer, similar to Moyes. <clears throat> But more Solskjaer, he's not, Arteta is not experienced enough to be able to rock the boat and say, no, 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 things should be done this way. I need this. I have to have that. Like what Ferguson had with, what's it, like guys like David Gill. Arteta hasn't got that level of stroke because he hasn't got that level of experience. To me, he's a head coach, not a manager. Someone like Rafael Benitez is a manager. And there's a massive, and there's obviously, as we know, a massive difference between a head coach and a manager. Different skill sets. But the fact of the matter is, Arteta, I think, needs someone. It's clearly not Edu, as what's his sporting director, director of football, whatever. It's clearly not Edu, because it looks like Edu's not helping either. But again, Edu is brand basically brand new in that job. I think he's what been there, been at Arsenal what a couple of years doing that sporting director, director of football thing, 
and I think he only did it for what a year or two before elsewhere so he's still green and then you've got Arteta who's still green as a manager so as a head coach so it's one of them where I said to go up against like senior management you need to know how to play the game but you only learn how to play the game through experience and at the moment Arteta hasn't got it maybe in five six seven years time he will have it and he will be able to be able to have the, he will have that stroke but right now he doesn't have it so essentially it's one of them where if the Kronke say something it's like okay yes how high do you want me to jump it has to be that way because he doesn't obviously Arteta doesn't want to burn bridges in his career at this earlier stage by going up against upper management and I can't blame him for that so he's basically a yes man and if it means having it out with having it out with players such as Aubameyang well all Arteta's going to do is just be like you know what this player this player I've got a problem with he's not performing as well as he used to bugger it let's just get rid of him and cut him off the wage bill and again the Cronkies being all about money they're gonna be like wait hold on we could get 15 million off the wage bill cool do it without thinking of the larger ramifications because again they're not football people the Cronkay family are not football people so all they're counting for lack of a better term is the dollars and cents the pounds and pennies that they're earning off the club which is why so much was made especially by these so-called legitimate news media outlets about about how much money was going to be saved by getting Aubameyang off the wage bill and not factoring in that Arsenal now only have what Lacazette who on a general basis cows backside banjo and Eddie Nketiah who's still green who's still young who's still raw they're the only two recognized strikers at the club and in Ketia, there were inquiries about him. So imagine Arsenal would let him go as well. So, as I said, the proof is in the pudding right there. So, it's kind of it's going to be very interesting to see how long Arteta lasts. And I think Arteta, because he's a yes man for the Cronkies, I think that's what's kept him in the job this long. Yes, results have been all right. But the dissension in the ranks, it's not good. And long term, that dissension in the ranks will probably cost him. But he's a yes man to keep his job for now. Yeah, and that's another episode of the Straight Shooting View. I want to know your views. Why are Arsenal and Man United stuck languishing in mediocrity as they are at the moment and as they have been for a few years now? I'd like to know your views. Comment section is below. Let me know. www.pitchstashtalk.com is the official website. Let us know your views. YouTube.com forward slash pitch talk is where you can find our videos, including special feature segments and much, much more. Also, at pitch talk on Twitter, tweet with us follow us see what we are up to 
Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the football and revolution we're working so hard to create. Also at Pitch Talk on Instagram for vlog previews and more there. Remember, you can find our podcast on our website, www.pitch-talk.com. You can find the RSS feed and subscribe to our podcast directly on our website. But you can also find them in places such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Verbal, V-U-R-B-L.com. We are on there as well. And we are Verbal Ambassadors and proud of it. <clears throat> Tweet them at get V-U-R-B-L. And let them know that we sent you. Because that said, we are verbal ambassadors and proud of it. So many places you can find us. So many places we are. And we've always got regular content coming out. I have been Straight Shooting LJA. And for another episode of the Straight Shooting View, I'd say farewell. And thank you for your time. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep, and the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.